0: I don't usually like to quote men just generally, but this has to be said, and I think it relates. So a wise man once said, bitches be bonkers, and they do. (laughs) Thank you.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. um, Short and sweet. What we watched this week, Sid?
0: This week, we tuned into Nicole, released 2019, available to stream on Prime Video. Directed and written by James Schroeder, starring Tamika Shannon and Stephen Wesley Green.
1: All right, let's start the show. The New Chitlin Circuit. Welcome back to The New Chitlin Circuit, the only podcast dedicated to Black indies only. My name is Lex.
0: And I'm Sid.
1: And each week, we review a Black independent or low-budget movie. Just for y'all.
0: Okay, everyone. Uh, y'all know what it is. We start off every single episode with our 60 second challenge. And this week, it's sponsored by the homies, which is you. Thank you for coming back every single week and checking out the new Chitlin Circuit. While I have you, go ahead and leave a five star review and a comment if you are so willing on Apple Podcast. Okay back to business at hand cuz I really do want to hear this. Alexis, are you ready to describe the plot of Nicole in 60 seconds or less? Yes. Here go your time. Go.
1: All right. There's a woman named Nicole lives down south. Looks like Atlanta. She mm-hmm. is an IT professional, but she's also an artist. Um, she's also really troubled. She's an alcoholic. Wake up, drank. Stand up, drank. <laughs> um, she is in grief about losing her parents. Um, Mm -hmm. also so that really fuels her just downtrodden type of uh, disposition she's just a very negative Nancy and she meets online this man named John who she goes out with John is the worst person on the planet he is the most evil person ever and she ends up having to take care of that nigga Um, (laughs) and through that she kind of has a redemptive type of uh, release of her grief and is able to kind of take on life again a new lease on life after that with this terrible date with john how'd i do
0: you good i'm gonna stop giving you the three second countdown because that's what y'all can't see you want to see me lose you want to see me fail (laughs) i'll be giving you the three second time period then you wrap it up real quick so next time we record i'm gonna keep that in mind
1: Well, thank you very much, friend. And thank you all, listeners. So now that y'all know what happened in the movie, I want to get right on into our general thoughts on Nicole.
0: All right, y'all. Before we jump into our review of Nicole and our opening thoughts, I wanted to shout out a few weeks ago, we reviewed My Side Piece, Hit the Lotto. Uh, from production company, the Allen brothers. And just quickly wanted to say a big thank you to Mr. Dewey Allen, who uh, left us some great feedback on Twitter and Instagram, uh, saying he loved the review um, and enjoy listening. Uh, So just thank you, first of all, for listening. And we do this literally so that we can highlight black indie filmmakers and creators like yourselves and get these movies out in the world to be discussed. Uh, So shout out to you, Mr. Dewey Allen, and uh, Alexis, I'm going to let you take it away. Go ahead.
1: They call me (laughs) Pokey. Big Pokey Bear. Please go back and listen to that episode if you haven't. And go listen to Pokey Bear's music. (laughs) Thank you for giving me those few seconds, Sydney.
0: (laughs) You're welcome. All right, y'all. Let's get back to the show.
1: Now, Sydney, what did you think of... Nicole?
0: I came into this movie very open-minded. Um, it, it's been on our list for some time to to check out, but I just remember watching like the trailer, but I didn't. I don't think I really watched it. I remember seeing that it was mostly in black and white, so I said, ooh, art house flick. Let's see what this is about. Sure, it was artsy, all right. Artsy and how to kill a man, I guess, <laughs> if that's, <laughs> that's how you want to put it. Uh, so I, I'm not going to say I did not enjoy the movie because that's not the case. Um I was You're being
1: dodgy friend.
0: Am I being dodgy?
1: You're being dodgy. What'd you think about the movie?
0: <laughs> Actually I was drawn into this movie because I wanted to figure out what the hell Nicole was up to and gonna do because she was unhinged from the moment she came on screen to <laughs> when the credits rolled. So I will say I was in. And it kept my attention. What did you think about the
1: movie? You still ain't saying what you thought about the movie overall. But okay, we'll get to that when we get to that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of liked it. Very unexpected. I didn't think any of this would go any of these ways in this movie. Um, there is murder and like, <laughs> there's just all type of uh, moving pieces that I didn't uh, expect coming into it. So this is a firm yes from me. I liked this movie. And I am super excited to talk about it because I, I had low expectations and they were exceeded, not by the sheer quality of the filmmaking, but just mm-hmm. by the creative risks that they took that really paid off, the ones that did. Oh, that,
0: was, well, that was really succinct. That was
1: good. Because mm-hmm, I ain't being dodgy. <laughs> we're going to tease out what your real opinion is today. <laughs> Now that you guys know our general thoughts on the movie, let's get on into some of these scenes. Here on the new Chitlin Circuit, we like to start with the opening scene. So we come in with a montage, um, a a series of shots that could have all been the one opening shot, but they just used Mm -hmm. all three. Yeah. (laughs) We... Meet Nicole. She's jogging in a cemetery. And then we get a flashback of her with her family. And then we get some really vivid uh, shots of her making art. So at this point, where were you mentally? Did you expect the movie to come in this way? What? what where did you expect it to take us?
0: <laughs> I had no idea. Uh, when I saw uh, the, the lead character, Nicole, running through a cemetery, I said, okay, something's up with this chick. A little, a little, a little, a little off here. You don't just run through a cemetery just because, you know. Um, then I go, okay, she's is she an artist? I'm trying to figure out like what's her background because we see her making this uh, hot air painting, or a blow dry painting like they do on TikTok. <laughs> she did one of them. I know it was a mystery thriller, but I I didn't know where the mystery thriller was going to kick in at that point. Like, is she going to get got, or you know, is she going to do the got in? Where were you?
1: I suspected her to be doing the getting because she had a, a, a axe <laughs> in the movie poster. <laughs> At this point, so we get that those opening montage of her making the art. We get that flashback of her as a child with her, with her family. And we get that opening scene of her jogging to the cemetery. But where it really starts out is mm-hmm. she wakes up in the morning. And the shot before with the colorful painting, it, it was colorful. It was in color. And when she wakes up in this opening scene, it fades to black and white. Yeah. Yeah. And now I, I like that. <laughs> I love me some black and white. It was artsy. Yeah. Especially, I had just watched a few months ago, 40-year-old version um, from mm-hmm. Rada Black. So I thought, I was like, oh, hell yeah, let's do it. Now, I do think... The film would have benefited from being like shot on film more of it, um, and yeah. maybe even going with a widescreen because the black yeah. and white on the full screen looks a little weird. Like when she gets to the office, it looks like awkward black girl, but just in black and white.
0: Stop! No,
1: <laughs> uh, that's what my note says. And immediately yeah. after that note, it says, "All that aside, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in." <laughs>
0: I'll, and I will say at that point, I was in, because, okay, I guess the director writer, he is, he's trying to show us that he has some range, like this is this is a, an ode to the classic films of the black and white days, that kind of thing. But I, I was also really interested in Nicole, because she had attitude from the beginning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She shows up in the office and she is not very friendly to any of her coworkers. <laughs> I mean, one of the which is dangerous territory say. as a black yeah. woman
1: to not be peppy.
0: <laughs> Come on, girl, you gotta you gotta put some pep in that attitude. You gotta be perky, sister. You can't you can't be in the office being all uh, angry black girl. We don't we mm-hmm. no. I mean, we should <laughs> be able to because there are many days I'd be not feeling it, but I gotta just yeah. cheese through it. I guess
1: yeah. Put your smile on. Now, first off, she drunk (laughs) because she woke up drinking. She had vodka for breakfast.
0: Kettle one vodka. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) Um, I should do a super cut of all the times that she filled up that little flask (laughs) and drank it. (laughs) Took it back? Just took it back. Now, so she was already going to be ornery, but Mm -hmm. she did get into the office and was met with some office bullshit because one of her coworkers comes up to her cubicle Telling her she looked tired. And my note there is this is why offices do not need to be reopened. (laughs) I don't need this. (laughs) Get up out of my fucking cubicle.
0: Right. But what made it worse, though, is he's trying to flirt with her. Do not say I look tired if you're trying to flirt with me. Do you think I'm going to be, have a positive response to that? No. You just said I looked a mess. And for lack of better words, like, no. Now, the
1: coworker was kind of cute. He did, uh, he was dressed like Jim Halpert, but he was cute.
0: He looked like um, a grown-up version of uh, Lil Ray Ray from uh, Mindless Behavior. Hmm. Where is Mrs. Ride? I gotta see her. Travel all across the world, just to meet her. Remember Mindless Behavior? Back
1: I day? do remember. I just didn't know that you would take us there. Oh. So... <laughs> <laughs> she finishes up work um, and at this point Sydney we do not know which way this shit is gonna go I and know. my only note is my note after she leaves work it says I'm so in I wanna see what mm-hmm. this crazy heifer gonna do
0: yeah. <laughs> she's kooky yes. this bitch is bonkers she is yes. crazy as hell
1: <laughs> So she rejects the coworker because she says she has dinner with her parents um, mm-hmm. that night, and I said, "Oh, okay, that's reasonable." Um, yeah, because I always look forward to a family dinner scene because that's where we get to really see why a mm-hmm. character is the way that is. Exactly, and that is while unconventionally true, it is doubly true in this yes, movie. It is. <laughs> What did you think this is when she sits down to that table, she made dinner set three place settings and then sits down, talks to her parents and it goes into color.
0: Color. And I thought that was a really cool, like directional choice, too, because that's when she feels it makes her feel alive. So when she feels alive, Mm -hmm. the scenes are in color. And when she's like feeling drab and want to get drunk and stuff, it's everything's in black and white because that's how her her life hasn't been able to move forward basically yeah. since her parents have passed away. And but when I find out that she made them plates and it's really just mm. a, a hallucination. <laughs> I mean my the niggas there, ain't there. They're not there. I got, like, <laughs> grief is really something else cuz it can manifest in so many different ways. But I just said, "Oh, so we have got to find her some help immediately before she hurts herself or somebody else in this movie.
1: (laughs) I got concerned for our sister right here. And I did put cap all capital letters creative. I, I love that. Um, And this is parallels in conversation. Um, WandaVision very similar mm-hmm. premise. A grieving mm-hmm. woman is recreating her own reality yeah. and you're getting the same, like playing with medium, playing with black mm-hmm. and white and color. And this scene, when it transitioned back into color, really, really made me miss, like really, really made me want the widescreen because I'd have loved to have seen those black bars go back, like retract and come back like on WandaVision. That would have been really cool.
0: I I don't know if this is true or not because I did I quickly went through like the um IMDB reviews after watching somebody said it was shot on an iPhone I don't know if that's true but if it was I, I guess. That, that could
1: makes- be true I didn't see it. Yeah. No I clearly wasn't shot on film some of it looked like mm-hmm. it was like the flashback they might have used an older camera for but mm-hmm. there wasn't any I didn't see any special lenses like any like I didn't there was no anamorphic lens or like anything mm-hmm. Like super filmy, so that also
0: could have just been a very mean review and somebody being an asshole. So,
1: oh, look at us assuming the good (laughs)
0: because I was like, maybe. I mean,
1: Tangerine was. I mean, (laughs)
0: Tangerine was on the iPhone. Yeah, that's yeah. Who knows? But I don't know Hmm. if that's the case or not. Uh, What's the director's name? James. Let us know.
1: Yeah, let us know, James. Um, Clearly, clearly, Lex is in. Lex is. (laughs) You you got me here. So she. Also has mentioned she's going on a date, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't know who with yet until this scene we meet John. And he calls her before the date, which is lunatic behavior. You don't call somebody you meet. If I matches you on Tinder and we agree to go out and then you call me and I never heard your voice, I don't know you. This is lunatic behavior.
0: <laughs> and it's proven to be true. He is big crazy. I mean... He is in the bathroom snorting up. Well, he's just
1: immoral. This guy's evil.
0: Yeah,
1: he is. He is in his right mind. He evil. He calls her up and he's doing the drugs. I don't know why he's doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) And this is the one, this is probably the biggest to me, the biggest and only flaw like of mm -hmm. the storytelling here. We should not have switched perspectives here because we Mm -hmm. jumped after he calls her and they hang up, she we see her take the call in her kitchen. We go over to his place and we see yeah. what he's doing, which is god awful. We see that he is uh, strung out. <laughs> he is <laughs> he, he is on them drugs, and he is drugging women. Trigger yes. warning: This does not get go. This does not get any better from here. Okay, yeah, about like yeah. sexual assault, drugging, and uh, just all out just badness. <sighs> So yeah. <laughs> if that's, if that's not, if you can't put up with that today, I understand. Come back next week. What did you think here?
0: Um, that's what I thought. What did I have? Uh, was, he's a big old creep. He snorts coke. He nasty. Then there's a scene where like he's in, he's talking to himself in a mirror and he has to put a disclaimer, like no homo, but you look good, bro. But he's talking to himself.
1: That's weird.
0: Any, yeah. Any man that, that, that has to do that should yeah. not be allowed to date period. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, that's how I knew he was up to
1: no good. No good. No good intentions. And th- yeah, the reason why I think, cause these things, this scene, this scene with him on its own wasn't bad, like necessarily. Like, of course, the information I learned is hurtful. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. like it, but it's not bad. What made it bad is that we've established five minutes earlier that the black and white is a pulse for Nicole's grief. Mm, so if you show true. me. S- some scenes or some action where she's not on the screen but it's black and white, it really takes away from that as a vehicle. So then it, it loses its connection with her. And now I'm just well, watching I'll, a movie in black and white.
0: I'll bring it back though. So like like the WandaVision example you brought up, it's it's mm-hmm. Wanda's whole world is however she sees it, no matter if she's in the scene or not. So like when they have mm-hmm. like, you know, scenes of vision going to work. Even, we know Wanda's pulling the puppet strings. That's the big difference in this, yeah. and, uh, Nicole. But like, even when you know when he's not with her, you know it's still a black and white scene. Or if we were to see like Geraldine, you know, outside doing her thing, whatever, it's still black and white because that's just the world that we're in. Even though it's not coming from uh, Wanda's perspective, and same here, like it's not Nicole's perspective, but her world. And John is in it. She's just not with him. still black and white. I would give him a pass on that. I'm comfortable
1: with that opinion. I'm comfortable Mm -hmm. with it, but I don't agree with it. Okay, that's (laughs) fair. We'll agree to disagree today. Look at us go. You know I love when we have some friction. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't think that was good. And I also didn't think it was good that we learned his evil, terrible intentions up front. Because it took away the tension Like later on. It would have been more tense and more interesting if we didn't know... Whether it was that she couldn't trust herself, like she couldn't trust people, mm-hmm. or he was evil. But we know for sure that he was evil, and it just took away from it later on.
0: That's true. I mean, well, hell, she got her revenge, to say the least.
1: Sure did. So let's cut to the date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she shows up there at a bar, and he's rude and and a little kooky. Um,
0: Very, Yeah. He does, like, the whole thing where where men try to, where men think it's cute to be mean to a woman they're interested in, to Mm -hmm. keep their attention.
1: So, on the internet, they call that negging. And and any guy Mm -hmm. who believes that negging works is um, a loser.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Never call me, ever. (laughs) Because it's not going to happen.
1: Now, at this point, I thought it was still very interesting. Because it's an interesting matchup. You have an evil man and a... Mm -hmm. Deranged woman, <laughs>
0: like yeah,
1: <laughs> it is because it's that's a, a power of uh, a test of like wills there. Mm-hmm. But this date, even if you took if you took that out of like if you took that out of the context, this date is hell. She shows <laughs> up late <laughs> and <laughs> and drunk. then starts throwing them back. Like <laughs> she orders. I took a i i, I took account. She took a big heavy shot before she left. <laughs> mm-hmm. She ordered. One vodka soda, drank it in one motion, then she ordered a vodka soda double, so that's two vodka sodas, drank that, then a whiskey shot, then a martini. Well, she didn't drink the martini, but she ordered the martini.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The bartender should have cut her ass off. (laughs) He should have said, slow down, (laughs) ma'am.
0: We also find out his intentions, which, oh, oh, well, we don't find out his intentions. We already know what they are, because we know that he drugs women, drugs women, and then brings them back to his home to rape them. Yeah,
1: that would have been more interesting if we had found out that intention at the bar, not before.
0: Yeah, that's true. And the way he pulled out his little pill case, it looked like a little vitamin jar. It was yeah. Just how and when he dumped the powder, when he when he put the Mickey in a drink, yeah. it was just so conspicuous. Like how I know the bartender would have saw that and said something like, "Sir, we at least I would hope a bartender would say that." Yeah, like no don't Mm -hmm.
1: not here and when she comes back she i guess she realizes it's like you know if it's bitter don't drink it and Mm -hmm. she doesn't drink it which is the first and only alcohol in the movie that she turns away um and at that point if you had you already told me he was evil so now the Mm -hmm. only thing i'm waiting on is for her to figure it out so if i thought that was when the flip, the switch flipped for her and she knew mm. this guy is no good and what mm-hmm. I thought the movie was going to be was her like I thought this was I thought she was I thought the reason they told us he was evil is because she's eviler like I thought she was going to be like yeah you tried to get me but really I'm here to get you well,
0: <laughs> like I thought I she mean, her
1: plan was to kill a nigga tonight
0: <laughs> like you know well I'm, it might not have been in her plans but she did prove she was more evil. Well she she
1: wasn't. She
0: was that was self defense. That's true, yeah. That's true.
1: But I didn't understand if you rejected the drink, then how didn't you what like if you thought he was drugging you, why are you still going out with him and why are Another you not place. trying to hurt him? Yeah. Cause this that's nigga like, gotta yeah. die. That was my <laughs> this thing has to die. <laughs>
0: that's true. <laughs> and he did and he dropped hints to her too. He like when she orders her first drink, she's like, you know, Make sure you got to be careful who you order drinks around. You never know. And da, da, da. And any man that tells me if we're on a date that I need to be careful about when I'm ordering drinks and who I'm with. Oh, I'm going Bye. home. Yeah. I'm not, not doing this with you. Sorry. Not sorry.
1: I wouldn't have made it through. That first tasteless joke he made. <laughs> I mm-hmm. said, All right. I see what's going on here. Good night, John. Yeah,
0: Good night. <laughs>
1: but no, she goes on longer. She goes to a second location with him. They take a walk to another bar where he shows her a mm-hmm. quote, dope band. And I was like, this is the dope band. I can't dance to what? this. Like they sound all right, but I can't dance to this. <laughs>
0: Mm-mm.
1: Do you know we they black? They sound
0: like, um, <laughs> like if Hillsong Church was going to make a pop song. And I just wasn't. Oh, my God. With
1: God. Send me.
0: With it. <laughs> Did it not? It's all
1: right. <laughs> they did okay so they get there and she orders some old drinks and at this point he makes he keeps making very rude and like mean jokes and he keeps saying i'm just Mm -hmm. playing and a nigga has a three i'm just playing limit for me because if you have to say it more than three times you that you're very much the definition of playing too much sir
0: yes yes you are (laughs) and it depends on what you're playing about because you keep playing about stuff that's that's not playful um and i i'm not like i'm just playing it's like oh you know my bad i I put my fork in your your plate to get one of your shrimps oh girl i'm just playing have your food i mean i don't yeah
1: he's saying it like to calm her down because he's clearly offended her
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) no
1: too much of that
0: leave i'm also a little like confused too at about nicole's intentions at this point because i'm just like you are not having a good time Your attitude is, it it was already on 10 when you arrived at the bar drunk. Now you're at like a level 50. You are having a terrible time, but you continue to let him go on and on and on about whatever he's talking about. And then when he invites himself to your home, you agree to it for the next destination.
1: And then she made like a flirty joke, even though nothing about this date has been pleasant at all. He ain't even got no class. He was sitting there... Uh, drinking whiskey out of a snifter, which is the glasses with the big look like a uh, upside down light bulb and took mm-hmm. a shot out of a snifter. That's for sipping. <laughs> That's why they gave it to you, Annette, to sip it. And now look at you. It's a it's a wide mouth glass and you got whiskey all on your shirt because you tried to shoot mm-hmm. that back. Mm-hmm. Stupid. No class. Now we on a third location on this hell date, <laughs> mm. which is her house. She lets this nigga in her house. In the house but this, I thought she had something up her sleeve. My note when they got to her house was she about to show him something.
0: I saw, And I thought, I thought maybe she was going to drug him or something.
1: Yeah. That's what I thought. The table was going to turn.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So get your revenge. He's sleazy. Give him a taste of his own medicine. It was kind of like, um, uh, Michaela Cole's show. Yes. She, um, the final episode where she goes to the different scenarios of what could have happened. You know, if she confronted her rapist.
1: Big, yeah. large, large, uh big fat large emphasis on kinda oh yeah, yeah. oh yes it, very much kinda yes yeah <laughs> loosely yes. yes that's true um <laughs> she makes some spaghetti he drinks the wine mm-hmm. and then he comes out the bathroom all sloppy so i thought she put something in the wine i did but too she didn't he's just high as fuck yeah <laughs> and is sloppy now and she sits next to him on the couch and he starts getting handsy
0: and that's go, when brother. he
1: reveals that he is actually you know he is not taking no for an answer tonight and then yeah. she stabs him with the knife that we saw earlier in the movie and yeah well the knife said, that down, was in the girl.
0: bathroom. yeah she she put it like in her like she took it out of her bag when he was in the bathroom I, I i think she probably knew he was up to no good and I, yeah. that's when i said okay well she he gonna have to die tonight and yeah. she did just that
1: Mm-hmm. But the problemo, like you said, is <laughs> that the filmmakers, the minute this, the minute we jumped into John's apartment earlier in the movie, they stopped mm-hmm. telling us what Nicole was after. We lost yeah. her. We it was no longer from her perspective. The movie was just now from this th- like third like bird eye view until he yeah, died, and um, then yeah, yeah mm-hmm. omniscient. That's what it is. Omniscient, yeah. And that's not what we needed. I needed to be in her crazy Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Mm -hmm. I don't know what her motivation is. And I don't understand how this murder changed her or what she was seeking out of this date.
0: Him having to die to save herself, I get. But after, you know, she does murder him and she chops him up into little pieces and puts him in a bag and dumps him in a Mm -hmm. lake. um, We, you know, her life comes back into color after like yeah. she is renewed and refreshed and then I, she's not drinking no more she's not drinking no more but then i think did she kill her parents too
1: that's what because i thought and she then she is. also accepts the date she accepts the date from her co-worker now and i'm like so what is it like are you gonna kill him too is this like yeah. a serial killer origin story or that scene up front killed the tension with her and john Mm-hmm. and like we learned up front that he was a cop so all of this stuff was just not very like when she killed him and, and looked in his wallet and saw his badge that would have been much punchier if yeah. we didn't know he was a cop already,
0: already. that's true yeah. and then as
1: she goes on the dark web to try and figure out how to dismember this man he starts talking kind of like i don't know if you've seen this movie it's a white movie a uh, swiss army man
0: i have not seen that
1: it's a similar premise um, about a dead body that's talking and like helping a character mm. through something. It stars okay. Daniel Radcliffe, so you'll, he's he's got an American accent in it.
0: Harry Potter. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, he's the body. <laughs> oh, well, he he real creepy like that. So I'm sure he played that well.
1: Yeah it's kind of like that and then they put the you know the prop master put the neck bones on john's wrists <laughs> so it looked like he, she cut his hands off and yeah. she disposes of the body and since she brought up i may destroy you that's what i was thinking too at this mm-hmm. point
0: but even that look like, with i may destroy you, it was like her uh, her going through like scenarios in her head so i thought maybe nicole's out on this date with this man and she just is thinking everything goes wrong and this is yeah. what happens and then we flash back To her being in real life but that wasn't the case
1: that was not the case there were no (laughs) but the problem with that is i've made a story develops over nine hours it's nine like episodes and ultimately the conversation is about forgiveness and self-growth and like Mm -hmm. uh um the the complexities of what is abuse what is Mm -hmm. assault and like Mm -hmm. Who, who's responsible for what, right?
0: Right.
1: Um, it was a very complex conversation. This, mm-hmm. however, my note says you did this high camp drama, like this high <laughs> camp thriller, just for a yeah. shallow conversation about assault, like the dead talking body. Which <laughs> the actor who plays John is—he's is, quippy. <laughs> he was, He
0: was. He was funny. I said, okay. He he ha they did you did all of that
1: (laughs) for what for him to just say you were asking for it, you invited me in here like that wasn't you didn't Mm -hmm. take me there and maybe that's the fault of this being written by a man um which i may destroy you uh like lays out that you know even that comment that i just said is is not nuanced enough for a conversation Mm -hmm. on on assault because women do not have a cap like a a monopoly on assault you see what i'm saying right right the movie didn't make any bold statements about assault and you did all this to, <laughs> for, it felt like for naught after me looking at John's ass lay on the carpet for 20 minutes. It just felt like it. Yeah.
0: Exactly. And for for that reason, I think going back to just my overall feelings about the movie, I'm still kind of on the fence because I don't understand the writer or writer director, the same person, their uh, their purpose for the movie. If it's just supposed to be a, a murder thriller, and we have a reason for the murder that took place then fine i get it you check the boxes for that because that's what it was but if it is supposed mm-hmm. to be like this nuanced conversation around assault and you know how like reactions to that and uh, things around like grief and how people you know accept grief and walk through those steps in their life i don't yeah. think it hit the nail on the head for that for me
1: and that would have been better yeah like because that's what i thought it was gonna which when when we came into the movie and that thing went to black and white and it came back to color mm-hmm. with the parents i said oh okay we are finna have a conversation on grief we finna like this this actress is about to take me through the steps you know mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it did not and like my note at the end when things go back to color and we see that she is having dinner with her parents and john who is and dead john. as hell now so which now makes crazy? me yeah, which now makes me go, does she kill her parents? When we get to right. that point, you know, my note is if the, me- if the murder was some transformational reset for her, then that wasn't conveyed very well. Cause... It wasn't,
0: and he shouldn't have been in that, in her yeah. <laughs> methodical life with her family. And mm-hmm. now everything's back in living color.
1: And then she goes on a date with the co-worker at the lake where she dumped the body.
0: Yeah. And maybe it is you did just kind of say maybe he's trying to do like some know, serial killer series because, you know, John's body does float back up to the top of the lake we see at the end. And it, it gives a cliffhanger to think that, OK, so next go around, if there is one, they'll find the body and we'll see what happens to Nicole then because she doesn't get caught mm-hmm. in any yeah. of this. Um, maybe it's like a you for I don't know was and black, I which I don't like, because when the thing popped
1: that. back up, it went back to black and white.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does
1: that mean?
0: Is she back in that space? Is she gonna kill this other guy too?
1: Why? Like, does she have a moment? He seems of nice.
0: It's it's not clear. We don't know. And if you have this many questions, it I, I, that's why I walked away with a lot of questions, and I'm still. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. So the thing is I still enjoyed it. It fell apart at the end, but that's true of a lot of movies. And frankly, the quality of this movie could have been this could have been a theatrical release. Like this could have went to theaters. I don't think it would have done that bad if it was marketed well. Cause the yeah. the budget I didn't feel a budget constraint. Sure the cast was small, but the cast of mm-hmm. like that um Gabrielle Union White Man Breaking In House movie was also small. And that was that's in true. The theaters. So, yeah,
0: I would have loved to see these like Nicole posters like all over the New York subway. Just yeah. for this black woman holding the axe—that'd have been cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. and I, after doing the research on you know the filmmaking and stuff like that, um, mm-hmm. this actually this this played around in uh, some of the festivals like in the festival circuit. So we're not oh. the only ones who um, think it's decent. And I, I I certainly liked it just for the creativity. There were some risks that they took that didn't work, but the ones that did, mm-hmm. I really liked.
0: That's a good point there, I, I, like I said at the beginning I did not hate this movie there are things about it I liked but I'm not gonna I can't walk away saying that I enjoyed it
1: <laughs> Now let's let, let's get on to the business now I got a question for you Sydney
0: mm-hmm. I'm ready for this one who
1: came to act?
0: I love this question every single week um, and this week it kind of sucks because the cast is really small so there's only two people to really choose from. Uh, for this week's award, so it really is like my America's Next Top Model uh, (laughs) finale moment here, Uh, so uh, in this week's Who Came to Act envelope, I have one picture left Uh, and this person I literally left it all on the screen for real,
1: Um, and I want to
0: give that to to Tamika Shannon uh, the actress who played Nicole, if you wanted me to believe somebody was crazy you did that. So, Miss <laughs> Shannon, you are now made it for this week's award.
1: Showing up, for real. Uh, I think you did good, Miss Shannon. Um, I want to give a little shout out to the actor who played John, too. It's really He's hard for me too. to. Yeah. The character is so awful. Like, the, like, just despicable, evil, terrible, big, bad, no good. And, yeah. you know, separating you from John, um, you did good portraying mm-hmm. such a evil, low-down, terrible uh no good sapsucker um so
0: apparently he was in an episode of greenleaf he was an inspector
1: all right well that was nicole um that's probably something i would watch again i gotta be honest about that i'm probably gonna watch that again with i'm probably gonna show that to somebody like watch that with somebody well i ain't got nothing else for you You got anything said
0: no um look out for some more projects from tamika shannon and uh steven green and
1: yeah, that's it. So, bye, y'all. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C-H-I-T-L-I-N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com.